the second coming of this bill uh, is surprisingly getting a lot of support from both sides of the aisle. I kind of have a theory. Uh, I know that we were the text message capital of the uh, of, of the world. Um, mm. But the thing is, we've moved on from that. A lot of our people are no longer texting each other. We have moved on from the usual text, the usual calls to social media. Messenger, yeah. Messenger, uh, Viber, Telegram, WhatsApp. Hindi na tayo katulad ng age before na it was the main line of communication. Maybe if it was like that, if this was uh, proposed like a decade or 15 years before, this would not have had the same amount of support as it is getting today. All right, welcome back to In Full Context. And this week, we will be talking about the SIM card registration bill and why it was being done in the first place. We will be talking about scams, how not to get scammed, and the usual from the stupidest ways that scammers try to get you to the most big brain ones that we've seen so far and that was that has been reported so far. And you may be asking, why? Bakit ito ang topic natin for this week? And that is because we are recording this October 10, Madaling Araw, and we have seen several articles saying that President Marcos is supposed to sign the bill today. And ayun, di ba? No? Medyo malayo-layo ang biyahe ng bill na to, I would say. Kasi previously, this was already ano eh. This was already up for the president's signature but it was vetoed by the former president Duterte because of a provision that was added in the Senate saying that the social media accounts of people should be registered as well. So, um, ayan. With the SIM card, no? So, oh, oh. Ano yun, no? Misleading, no? <laughs> SIM card registration bill pero kasama yung Facebook mo at Twitter. <laughs> at social media, no? Not Lots to mention. Diba, we talked about many times how likely impossible that is yeah. to knowing how just the social media accounts are set up in general. Unless, uh, I'm sure there are specific, ano, ba, kasi minsan may mga specific rules per country yung mga SOCMED, mm-hmm. depende sa existing laws. Uh, ba, that, um, that are provision. Pero it was an issue with, ano, election, That's free true, speech, yeah. um, discussion, kasi, what troll farms, kumbaga, they're, they're trying to solve many, many problems with this one bill na, you know, it's it's one thing to do something specific and targeted and then another to to try to solve many complex issues with just one bill so that is medyo ano um complicated but again like you said we were talking about um scams most especially and we're not isolating we're, we're gonna use gcash term mm-hmm. uh, a lot in this episode but it doesn't mean to say that gcash is the only uh, platform where these scams uh, happen because it's just the most one widely used platform much much more than you know Maya um, Shopee Pay all the other platforms na diba there's so many ano na ngayon eh, e-payment uh, e-wallet app eh. so uh, these are all pretty much the same variation of it's just that Gcash is the more 
uh, popular in terms of That's user true. base and the platform that they use. So, ayan, pag-usapan natin because obviously, um, maraming um, na-apektohan ng mga Gcash scams. And even if you're not yep. susceptible to it uh, as just, you know, like a lot of people are kasi you know, it's at the very least very annoying <laughs> to get <laughs> We've talked so many messages, bit, yeah. so many messages um, every day uh, from random numbers. Pretty much the same message, trying to get you to do something in links. Uh, I'm not going to apply to my so don't, don't even <laughs> uh, try. Right? And sometimes it messages you in the most inconvenient timing. You're going to have a message, so it's so crazy. So, let's talk about what's the implication SIM card registration bill. If we think this would help um, with the scams, or uh, mm-hmm. knowing the nature of the scams themselves, saka what can we do uh, in the digital age? Mas madaling manloko. This is all the way back. Pa yung mga palod load lang eh, no? yung mga yung mga katindahan. Yeah. Pupunta ka magpapalod. Uh, mas madali lang talaga ngayon. So convenience definitely has. You know, a downside to it. Yung pagiging sobrang dali ng e-payment system is making it so easy also to to propagate this type of scams. So, yeah, let's start with the review of the SIM card registration bill. But before that, let's introduce ourselves. Um, so, what what do we do uh, here in in full context? We try to dig deeper in terms of the news, any issues, topics. We also from time to time go over. Um, you know, in for infographics or informational <laughs> episodes like this, that's so yep. we can help and prevent um, any any random things really on the internet that is, I think, big enough to be talked about or discussed. So, ayan, so uh, my name is Marlon. My name is Brent. Yeah, and... so we're your, and we're your average netizens trying to uh, share our insights. In our podcast in full context. Yep, and just like I mentioned, let's start with the summary of the SIM card registration bill. Um, yung long title niya, an act requiring the registration of all users of prepaid subscriber identity modules or SIM cards. Um, actually, if you take a look at the actual um, bill, it is quite, how would I say this? Straightforward. Because it's five pages. So, diba, usually, pag inisip mo, batas very, mahaba, you know, very, very text-heavy, very, you know, but uh, this one is actually quite short. Um, it just tells us that in, in a nutshell, every SIM card needs to be registered. And yung registration niya has to happen to uh, the PTE or yung telecommunications mismo, yung telco. So, sa smart, sa globe, uh, sa dito, kung saan ka man nakaregister. Uh, and then, they are supposed to keep those records uh, of whoever submitted yung um, personal information. So, I, I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that who is keeping the data? Kasi parang concerning nga naman siya kasi data mining yun eh, di ba? Parang iisipin mo, oh, wala, alam, alam na ng ano, alam na ng gobyerno yung ano natin. Well, not necessarily. It's still, 
it's still the telcos um accountability oh oh accountability basically. of keeping everything confidential and you know Kasi, what i think telcos are really much more capable of keeping track of these Because if true. the government truly wanted to do this they during the pandemic they had the list our names numbers <laughs> information on every single chance they had and still somehow every time they ask information Kumbaga, That's true. Alam mong, diba? alam mong ganun yung level ng operational mm. integrity nila eh. Kaya, hindi, mm. <laughs> hindi ka matatakot eh. <laughs> na, baka imay ng gobyerno yan. At saka yung <laughs> national ID. Remember, it takes how, how long to mm. process it. I still haven't received mine. Diba? Tapos may <laughs> ano pa, um, you, you go through NBI na may mga instances. Uh, like for example, yung partner ko na um, DOST scholar. So, basically, they can't travel out of the country like maybe two years after graduation or whatever. Meron mm-hmm. silang required time that they have to work here before they can go. And, you know, 15, 20 years almost after graduation, every single time again NBI clearance, may hit pa rin siya because of the OST scholarship that happened, <laughs> you know, 15, 20 years ago. So, this is how efficient our government is. When it comes to identifying and you know basically keeping your data, I'm pretty sure they don't know who you are. So <laughs> unless you're ano, high priority targets na involved with terrorism or anything, I don't think they have a good idea of who you are. So yung keeping track, I really recommend that private entities uh, to own that because. You know, they they use that data much more. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, then there's risk to it too, no? Pagka bawa na kay Globium. In FOMO, they can very much use that to advertise, uh, to target you for services and products and everything. But that's that's not what it's for. Eh? Um, so uh, there are provisions, naman, to that says here, kung kailan lang siya pwedeng divulge or share, diba? So and you. <laughs> Um, I, I'd, I'd really like the telcos to own that uh, personally because I don't trust the, the government to be accurate with it at least the way they do things today alright and of course yun nga, uh, we mentioned that although yeah it's true that the government can still get those data from the telcos and that is on a very specific um Section, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is Section 10 here, uh, saying that um, the telco, telco companies should be required to provide information contained in a SIM card registration only upon order of a competent court upon finding of probable cause that a particular number is or has been used in the commission of a crime or any unlawful act, meaning... Uh, unless my court order, those data is kept safe under the vaults of the telecommunications companies. Which, right. at this point in time, probably already know who you are. Uh, especially Gcash, diba? Um, since you are availing of other uh, services that they offer that require you to submit 
information. This is just a matter of formalizing it and getting everyone into that list and making sure that everyone is in line. <laughs> I would okay, say. Okay, wife, you know. So. Uh oh, you know, you know your customer. Kilala mo talaga hindi na hindi na pwede yung uh, basta bibili ng sim dyan sa may tabing ano tabing tindahan. Tapos gagamitin pang scam and whatnot. And yun nga. Um, this is very confidential. Um, and it's not going to be touched by the government not unless there is a court order for it. And I understand the concern of the people naman. There are lots of people that are quite concerned with this bill. And what I would say is that if you read the bill... It's not that bad, I would say. Not unless talaga yeah, um, Siyempre, may misuse, abuse, mm-hmm. or they could do it Definitely for whatever naman. purposes. Pero, alam mo yun, we don't have, ano eh, um, ang worries natin is always, you know, at least to me, eh, if, uh, like I said kanina, if you're engaged with terrorism, um, national security, and all that. But, you know, for an average, regular citizen who has nothing to do with any of that you don't deal with you know uh crazy things um siguro pa sa mga aktivista pwede pa alam mo yun pwedeng uh, uh maging gamit ito ng gobyerno but for uh, say 95 98% uh, 99 almost percent of the people this this shouldn't matter unless diba um you know you're involved in anything that you'd be subject of targeting yeah, and alam mo, I recently read an article from uh, Ateneo saying that the second coming, <laughs> the second coming, the second coming of this bill uh, is surprisingly getting a lot of support from both sides of the aisle, uh, regardless kung saan. And I kind of have a theory. Uh, I know that we were the text message capital of the uh, of, of the world, uh, mm. but the thing is. We've moved on from that. Um, although we still do have a massive number of mobile users, a lot of our people are no longer texting each other. We have moved on from the usual texts, the usual calls to um, social media. Messenger, yeah. Messenger, uh, Viber, Telegram, WhatsApp. Twitter, DMs ng Instagram, kung saan ka man message uh-huh. We've moved to that. And that's why a lot of people, alam mo yun, yung may anxiety yung pag tumatawag number lang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they get that now and hindi na tayo katulad ng age before na it was the main line of communication. Maybe if it was like that, if this was uh, proposed like a decade or 15 years before, this would not have had the same amount of support as it is getting today. Kasi ngayon parang ano na lang bang nakukuha natin sa cellphone? Yes, it's important kasi it's still technically the backbone of a lot of the things that we're doing. Yung mga pang OTP for banking um, for banking apps and whatnot. But there's really nothing else. Uh, the last time I text someone, tinatext mo, I only text my dad or my mom pag alam kong wala silang data and they won't <laughs> they won't see my yeah. message in messenger or if there's an emergency 
Kaya nga ano, parang nagpapaload lang ako usually just for for data, not really for for text and for for call. So Yeah, and also a lot of the info when you signed up like with Gcash, with Maya, Shopee, uh, online services, you pretty much already provided those information mm-hmm. uh, to the telco. It's just it's like formalizing, That's requiring true. the telco to report that number of subscriber base, the registrations to the government and basically having a way that if there is a criminal court case that that number is used na may facility that would allow to get records of the individual through again a competent court. So basically it's just anyway, putting in a framework to allow or provide a way to do investigation so some somewhat have a little bit more accountability for example yung mga non-registered gcash um or not yep. non-verified maybe that would be harder to do right so that's what they use to scam and, and maybe a technical question too but you know there's such a thing as ecms nowadays mm-hmm. they don't even use a physical sim card <laughs> they could generate these um imeis Uh, SSC IC ICC IDs basically it's your SIM card number not except the SIM card number um, but it's some way to track and record your SIM to, to attach it to the service that you have so a lot of the scams the way that we know they're done is they're done through a computer so basically these yeah. SIM cards these services are generating virtual numbers I doubt that they yes. have, you know, 20 <laughs> physical SIM cards and 20 phones. These are all computer programs, softwares that allows them to send mass messages coming from supposedly different numbers. Because if you lock mo na, you don't get a new text, pero somehow you'll get one from uh, a different they, you'll number. You get one from a different number, <laughs> and alam nila pag binablock mo, de ba? So it's a computer system now. That's the technical piece of it. Na ito actually yung worry quarter earlier with the SIM card registration bill is um, being it's so simple I hope that they had uh, technical um, languages here i- including how to assess those because even before we know na ang SIM cards IC, yung mga ICC ID that's provided by the telco so you have to have mm-hmm. physical cards so I wonder where are the scammers getting these numbers na dapat controlled ng telco meaning you should not have had the ability to register that number and this ICC ID to the system to allow it to text message eh, before we know na merong mga ano bang services yung nakapag-text ka abroad ng kahit wala kang physical SIM card or not even uh, a citizen of the country kasi may mga ganong app na eh mm-hmm na parang namimimik nila yun nakakapag-usap sa system ng network na kahit wala kang SIM, hindi ka nakasubscribe but you can text um, na can generate a bogus number yung mga magic mics or any other program or software yun ang mas worry ko eh kasi these are not issued by the telco these are not you know, in, in their number ranges. But somehow, they can mimic na nakakapag-create sila ng random. Kasi, you're basically registering everybody mm-hmm. that is 
supposedly going to be the victims. These are not the perpetrators. At least majority of people that will register their SIM card will not be perpetrators. Parang ano to, same logic to nung um, double plaka. Diba? Sa, uh, sa motorcycle. Sa motor, We're yeah. assuming na since pinagbaw, uh, minandate mo ang kada motor na magdoble pa ka, makokontrol mo yung riding in tandem. Kasi somehow, yung doble pa ka rule, susundin nila para ma-identify mo sila pag gumawa sila <laughs> ng krimen. Pero, <laughs> diba? Pero magdanako sila, papatay sila. Pero, pinail mo yung batas at isinabatas mo na magdoble pa ka anti-criminal. So, ang point dun is, kung criminal na sila to begin with, do you think they would subscribe to this na they will comply meaning would they go to the proper route ay teka bawal na tayo mag scam nang hindi tayo registered registered mo muna yung register mo na yung information bago tayo makapag no so there has to be some clause or provisions here that either mandates telco to technically not allow that to happen like technical when i say technical um, parang technological Uh, mandates that diba, they have to mandate the telcos these providers to to have a way to stop getting random text to stop you know whatever Kumbaga, they should have a portion of their service budget whatever you want to call it dedicated to preventing text scams through their systems kasi it's a matter of technology eh, and a matter of investment sino mas uh, willing mag-invest yung yung mga scammer o yung mga telco they can limit this there is no reason i don't see na they can prevent it on a technological standpoint dapat meron silang pagbabawal diyan all right and to be fair um smart pldt and globe uh, have all, have already been spending a ton of money to try to improve their cybersecurity, their capabilities in detecting and blocking scam and spam messages. Uh, this is an article from Manila Bulletin uh, talking about the different scams that uh, subscribers have been uh, getting multiple times uh, from those random numbers that we are talking about earlier. Um, and it mentioned here that they've been trying to do their part even without the SIM card registration bill. And as I mentioned in a previous episode, um, one of Globe Telecom's um, measures that they've implemented basically eliminated all of the scam texts that I receive. And it's just simply blocking texts that has links, which is one of the things that we will be talking about later uh, as to how scammers try to get their victims. And Yun nga, there is an ongoing arms race when it comes to um, scams and anti-scam measures. And they are trying their damn best kasi sila kasi yung ano eh. Uh, they have a vested interest in making sure that the subscribers are safe from these uh, from these scams. And I know the government maybe ha- cares. <laughs> But Um, Maybe. <laughs> yeah. But these telecommunications companies, you are for sure their, you know, one of their biggest 
stakeholders. So they want to make sure na wala mangyaring masama sa nyo because those scams are also affecting their services especially if they're also the ones that are providing the uh, payment platforms or online banking platforms that you are using where the scams are being transpired. So katulad ng Gcash and Globe and Maya and Smart, they want to make sure that all of these are safe because it will affect their other part of their businesses. So, yeah. uh, yun, yun they'd, rather, they'd rather have you spend their money on them than get the scammers get them. So, maga, there's a lot of vested uh, interest. At saka, syempre, madadala yung tao to use the service. Diba? Di nila yan uulitin um, if they lose money. So, like we said earlier, there's really a trade-off with convenience. Mm-hmm. So, there's some provisions here as we read through the 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 bill, right? Yung registration, yung the actual how. How would it happen? Yung sa section 6, for example, um, I see it um, upon purchase. So, currently, we know na you can buy SIM card almost everywhere. Mm-hmm. Store, um, like sari-sari store, uh, kiosk, right? Um, you can buy SIM cards not directly from Globe Mart. Maybe a lot of resellers. Now, um, I haven't purchased any SIM card for a long time, so I don't know Same what here. it is what it is today. But um, imagine there is some issue with registration if it's not centralized. For example, you know, ano yung interest ni Sari Sari store um, owner to make sure you have a valid driver's license, SSS, passport, uh, all all these other cards. Diba? Um, madali itong ma-ano eh, ma- ma-daya in a sense, lalo na kung hindi naman siya like a professional service, like entity, like bank. Hindi yan kagaya ng, ng globe na alam mo yun, they, they have background checks or whatever uh, to validate. Uh, they could go to a sari-sari store and do we entrust the sari-sari store point of sale to do this? Or should there be a way to register post um, ng pagkuha mo ng SIM for you to actually use full service? It has to be a centralized way that we keep records of these. Kasi kung uh, ano yun lang natin yung mga stores na yan, yeah, provide yun ng driver's license, here you go, ito yung number. And then they mm-hmm. submit that somehow. I, I don't know. So it's again technical questions mostly that I have. But... but you know, if we trust the the telcos to do this, um, there should be a good way, and there should be oversight at least on how it's done, right? I, I think yeah, and it, it has to be centralized. I'm sure that there will be something that will be developed during the uh, writing of the implementation rules. <laughs> Google form. Ang Google form katulad ng sa. Yan namigay ng ayuda si DSWD. Ganyan. <laughs> no, 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 but uh, I think one of the effects here is that it would severely lessen the number of sellers that will be doing uh, I mean selling SIM cards. That's for sure one thing. Kasi uh, the kasi ang ano to itong, this entire bill is being put on the back of the telco. As far as I see it, based on what we've seen so far. So, it's really up to them on how they would do it. 
So for example, they may just, you know, cut down a lot of people na okay, hindi na kayo ano, hindi na kayo pwedeng magbenta dito na lang kayo pwedeng bumili. Uh, let's say dun sa mga globe stores, sa malls that we usually see or maybe they could uh, have like I don't know, like a general um, area where you can go to and buy uh, SIM cards. Kasi nga, there's a lot of things that you need to to check before direct sale can be done. And yeah. I mean, there is a section here that talks about uh, existing prepaid mobile numbers um, that may be uh, that may be used by, for example, kunyari, bagong bili ka ng SIM na pirmahan to ni Bongbong Marcos today, October 10, 2022. Bumili ka ng SIM next week sa Sari Sari store. You still have 170 days. <laughs> uh, or 180 days or minus how many days yung nag-elapse mm. to have that registered directly with your telco. So again, I we don't still don't know what the process will be kasi after this uh, after pa ng pagpirma ng act na to, ma-determine yung mismong imprint, uh, implementing rules and regulations. So this may be it kasi ang mangyayari, failure to register within the prescribed period, uh, they will just automatically deactivate the services of the specific existing prepaid hmm. SIM. So I'm not kasi entirely kundi, sure kung mayayari kundi dito yung... Uh, on this smartphone kasi yung paggagamitan mo ng SIM, very rare but people still use basic phones. Mm-hmm. So kung sa smartphone, madali yan eh. App, uh, URL, no? Tapos yun pa yung ginamit ng scammer, no? Minimake yung <laughs> registration link, kunwari. And for it's sure, not unlikely. for sure. Oh, Magkakaroon ng phishing link yan. <laughs> not very unlikely, but, you know, as we proceed with the later part of the discussion, we'll talk about top Gcash scams um, so far, at least the way that we know how people are scamming others um, mm. to provide business ideas so mga wala makaisip na. <laughs> Ngayon, ginawang business recommendation eh, no? mga scammer through Gcash. <laughs> hindi pala, no? hindi, hindi naging warning. <laughs> hindi pala to prevent, hindi pala to prevent getting scammed. The other, ano pala, the other way, nag, nagpo-promote ng paano ka makakaloko. <clears throat> But yeah, I think it's interesting. Uh, there's a lot here uh, if you go through um, item by item. But as subscribers, um, I, I hope na, like, for example, kung postpaid ka, no, hindi naman hindi na kailangan hindi naman ngayon kasi uh. <laughs> you're registered basically with them and then also mga paano kung dalawang sim card mo uh, dalawa numbers mo mm. it's not unlikely kasi meron kang business phone meron kang personal phone may may phone ka para sa ano mo sa sa third party sa fourth party sa fifth party ang <laughs> dami diba? I don't think I've seen any limitation on the bill. Yeah, wala. Kasi wala. parang, alam mo So, yun. you can still get uh. multiple, which makes sense, alam mo yun, na, for example tayo, uh, me specifically, I have a globe number and a smart number. Just to make sure na, if I need to contact someone from either network, tapos walang load or separate yung work number from personal number I, I don't think na I, I I could be wrong but I, from what I've read so far I haven't seen any limitations to that maybe it's just a matter of you know just having to register it again dun sa yeah, second or third 
nakapagsapostpaid yung iba anli kasi so doesn't matter kung kung anong provider yung itatext um, mm-hmm. so what would make sense is like nga kung meron kang number you use for banks only or That's personal true, yeah. use or alam mo yun um, my number as far as I know um, sobrang konti lang may alam niyan <laughs> tsaka yeah, legit sites lang ang pinagpasokan ko niyan so still I get text diba so may randomizer talaga yung mga hype na yan eh. Mm. So, I'm sure hindi yan yun. It's not anymore where you you provide your number. It's so much as just being an active uh, subscriber. But, at the end of the day, like what we said, we will go through other ways to prevent spams. But, ayan. So, medyo, ano tayo, no? magandang <coughs> development. Um, definitely not something new as an idea. It's been talked about a long time. And finally, being implemented. Because there's added pressure. We're hearing a lot of Gcash scams, lalo na yung recent news. Uh, can you flash the article in August 20? Um, basically, what triggered the conversation tayo naging priority bill. Yung pag, if people now recognize, right, yung name sa Gcash, you no longer see. Because mm-hmm. sino yung kausap or kung kaninong number. Because you can guess numbers and then find out names who they belong to. Ngayon may asterisk na siya. And so, we'll start here kung ano ba yung most recent development. And it goes to Viber, WhatsApp. Kasi diba may mga messaging messaging apps that you're basically giving your name and then that's the name that appears whoever has your number. Kahit hindi mo pa binibigay yung name mo. Pag mayroon yeah. ng number, nag-auto-pop na yung name mo. So, that's why it's kind of a definitely a security risk. Yeah, and... <laughs> To me, I know it's convenient, but it's kind of stupid on a security standpoint, de ba? Parang yeah. for example And here, we we you should be able to say people's name the way you want to. Hindi yung nakapapilit na kung ano yung name nila na <laughs> alam mo yon. Yeah. Because <laughs> for example, ato in this specific article, uh, it's mentioned here na yun yah. Uh, during the NBI's investigation, uh, criminals may have acquired or bought the data from different establishments uh, and then they ran the mobile like numbers naka, on Gcash and Viber. Naka-share mo yung, ano, yung PDF pa dun. Hindi yung... The requirements. I'm still seeing the requirements. Pero tingnan mo, kakatingin natin sa requirements na yan. Ang nakita ko dyan, hmm, kailangan ng NBI. <laughs> kailangan ba ng NBI clearance? One of the following requirements. Photo including the following. Okay, one off. Gulat naman ako. Baka mag-register ka lang. Kailangan mo pa ng NBI clearance. Parang... Screen dapat yun. Oh, the other one. There you go. Yeah, I can see it. The Manila Bulletin article. Okay. So, for example, here, yun nga, uh, katulad ng sinasabi natin kanina, um... During the investigation of NBI, they saw that criminals may have acquired or bought data from different establishments. And then they ran the mobile numbers on Gcash and Viber to get names of the subscribers and use them on their messages. And to to be clear, this is not unique to the Philippines. Uh, mm-hmm. Baka nakita nyo na sa YouTube yon yung mga, ano, mga scam callers, scam call centers, yung yeah. mga Indian, ano, they buy data from different sources, mga listahan ng uh, phone numbers, listahan ng email addresses. Meron yan eh. So, 
they just have to purchase that and then cross-check it with Gcash kasi nga, itong mga taong ito, ah, itong mga apps na to, pag nilagay mo yung number, yung try mo lang mag-send ng piso, naging uso yan eh. Diba? Yung tatry mo mag-send ng piso, tapos lalabas yung pangalan, boom, ayan na. Which is, yun nga. Patawa uh, yung ano eh, yung scam message. Marlon si, talagang bitin eh. Alam mong... Alam mong... <laughs> Kusan lang nakuha yung number, <laughs> yung information binitin. Kasi it's easy to get our data and I, I know na a lot of people are trying to uh, are blaming Gcash. But for me, the uh, the amount of <laughs> shit that I've received, uh, this is not just through that. They they probably got this from somewhere else. Tapos yeah. nagkapatong-patong na yan. And it's, it's frustrating. Uh, I mean, hindi ako na victim ha. Pero, you know, for those people, it could be, that's the least of your worry na annoying siya. Pero, yun nga. Um, as mentioned din dito, hindi naman daw na-compromise yung infrastructure ng Gcash. Kasi, as we will discuss later, you'll, you'll notice they freely na... Give, they freely give away the info. Why would you... compromise. Why would you have it? It's not it, needed. Right? Kasi, they just built a program na randomizer tapos it, it pops up all the names. Eh, yeah, kasi it, 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 it's very easy to try to find out who owns that account and to know if mm-hmm. they have an account sa, sa Gcash. And parang in all of these scams, not just here in the Philippines, mm-hmm. ang pinaka-effective kasi talaga is trying to trick you into giving yeah. them access into making you do transfers hindi ano kasi hindi hindi katulad ng mga napapanood sa pelikula na yung mga heist na talagang hahakin yung mga system na gusto uh, parang ang dami mga firewall na ibablock no it's it's not that glamorous i would say uh, it's very simple and it's very effective Kasi, ang dami niyan, laging halos every week may nakikita akong panibagong post na beware, ganto 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 And nagbabago-bago siya ng itsura, nagbabago-bago siya ng uh, style. But it's yeah. all the same concept of you giving up either your login credentials or an OTP. Yep. So, iba-iba lang yan ng ano, iba-iba lang ng strategy. And we'll go through them later on. Uh, just so everyone who is watching this episode would be aware of the usual no no unang panahon uh, pa yung mga nag yung mga nanghihingi ng load na mga kapamilyang OFW mm-hmm. na wala ka namang kapamilyang OFW <laughs> tapos luluwas daw sila bibigyan ka nila ng pera pero loadan mo muna ako ng 300 pesos that's you know, as as archaic as that kind of um it, it's still working today it works, for some yeah. reason Yeah, for some reason, it's still... Eka, wala naman akong kamag-anak sa ibang bansa. Pero, eh, tapos yung mga Nigerian, Nigerian prince <laughs> na parang from a long, long time, meron ka daw malayong pamilya na na-aksidente. Ikaw lang ang next of kin na magmamana ng pera. But <laughs> you have to communicate with them. That's through email. And it's similar. Basically, the easiest way to hack or to, to scam somebody is to trick Uh, individuals. So, they play with emotion, they play with um, yung 
tag dito hopes of getting money yeah man yung yung idea na ganun. so we'll start going through some of the common ways people get scammed and then we'll give you a couple of tips to avoid them unang unang phishing mm-hmm. links this is what you talked about alluded to earlier right so phishing links basically is about through text messages you get a url right um, text message or pre- email actually right? text email whatever but what it is is they're trying to pretend that it's a legit message right now hey you on you're one of the 423 for security purposes um, please update your um, information through this link yeah diba? and some more drastic is yung mga ano sasabihin na your account has been blocked please reset your password something ganun and then uh-huh. there's a link password reset link that they'll try to give and then yeah, when you go to the when you go to the website it looks legit oh kasi right? madaling kopyahin yan eh anyone uh-huh. with uh anyone who is competent enough in web design can Basic mimic html or... oh can mimic how the legit website looks like so and they can type password mo they can confuse kasi some some may iba-ibang level ng trickery you know some others know not to click links mm-hmm. some others when they click links they check things like like a website mukhang official but uh, others check URLs URL yeah tapos pag check naman ng URL may one off lang na letter na word or something lang may dot na hindi mo mapapansin if you're not really uh very critical na ay legit to eh, ano naman eh um mm-hmm. bpi that or no or gcash that support something something pero mayroong spelling somewhere mm-hmm. mayroong double letter diba and then when you click ayan na you go to ano so they it, it's trickery on every level um so at the very least diba the very the most important thing is validate so you have gcash app on your phone for example mm-hmm. you, you got a link asking you to go because your account has been compromised diba? why don't you just go to your gcash app and check your gcash app directly instead of clicking the link and trying to change things from there so yun yung isa sa mga easiest way but basically phishing is just trying to get you to believe that it's a legit um information kagaya nitong nasa screen natin no so ang inaano niya nagwi-spook ng message um ntc daw ntc e anong nakalagay sa taas di mabasa ntc or anong number yan yung nasa taas 288 oh kung ano man isa pa yan they try to mimic numbers na malapit or they register na parang legit message yung ntc pero hindi talaga ntc diba? they, there's so many ways to to try to make it look like legit um but there is no platform whatever so far at least that i know in gcash that it requires you your otp and mpin if you're not making a payment or hindi ka mismo yung nag-initiate mm-hmm. ng transaction so the the biggest tip is to not enter MPN um, or your OTP MPN or your OTP anywhere na hindi ikaw mismo yung nag-start 
Yeah, that's that's basic practice. That's the whole point kasi ng OTP. Kasi ang OTP kasi, sa totoo lang, it's one of the most, technically, one of the most foolproof um, security measures that any banks or uh, online payment platforms have. Kasi the only way for it to be hacked, for the only it can be stolen is if you gave it willingly. There's no other way for them to get the OTP that was sent to your phone unless you give it to them. Kasi may mga ganyan eh. Yung hihingin sa'yo yung OTP. Uh, for mm. password reset, you will be receiving a one-time password. Ganun, blah, 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 blah. Enter. Oh, please enter. Tapos ibibigay mo naman. Eh di, yari na. Wala na. Tapos na. Tapos ang kwento. So, yung OTP nyo, make sure to never give it out or type it into anything. Especially if you did not request for uh, password reset. If you did not request for funds transfer any transaction at all kung wala wala kayong ginagawang ganun never ever give out your OTP to anyone kasi that's one of the biggest security features that you have and scammers would do their best their damn best to try to make you give it to them kasi that's their uh, their way in another way which we saw I think it's also here interesting is uh, when people need help, like resetting their password, mm-hmm. um, uh, getting their MPIN, or basically just general GCash support, a lot of these links are disguised as customer service. Mm-hmm. So, para you trust them to give information. Um, so, it's been said by Google, Smart, whatever it is, that customer service will never ask for your MPIN. That's uh, true. When, when we re- reset it, it's you who will do it not the agent or not anyone tapos kasi it's so easy in Facebook to create like customer service accounts kunwari ng Gcash mm-hmm. customer service account kunwari ng Paymaya ng Shopee whatever diba if it's not a legit account that's indicated on the this provider's website yung mga links nila doon right if it's not that way you could easily be chatting with uh, a scammer uh, yung support the way to get customer service always go the legit route go to the website uh, get the links from there that's how you communicate never uh, transact with anyone on messenger viber if it's not directly from the website or the service provider itself I will pretend to be um, customer service and you'll ask information again Iba, it doesn't make sense eh. magpapalisit ka ng password mangingi ka ng help pero they would need your information to reset the password diba yeah. it, it's, it doesn't add up na ganun but there's a lot na na, na victima that way also kasi they, they they were the ones who initiated the transaction mm-hmm. they reached out so they typed Facebook um, customer support globe whatever pero they clicked on the wrong page they, they actually got the wrong support group and that's basically how na ano na nanakawa and it's so easy now once you have the OTP mm-hmm. you can reset your pin we can transfer funds isang it one OTP lang eh they can wipe out the yes the funds and Tapos transfer pag may, na, <laughs> pag may nakalink ka pa na bank account I just, just uh, I just remembered our talk the, meron pa namang katulad <laughs> ng ano 
uh, there are some banks that pag nakalink siya sa GCash, this is a, a good practice mm-hmm. overall. And we were talking about this before we started recording. Uh, do not link your bank accounts sa GCash or Paymaya and any other um, online banking platform or online shopping platforms. Kasi, I remember this, eh, I forgot which one. I think it was Lazada na hindi humihingi na OTP whenever you're buying basta nakalink yung I forgot which one. Don't quote yeah. me on that but that was way back. I don't no longer use Lazada. Um, kasi for example, Union Bank, kapag nilink mo siya sa GCash, it doesn't ask for your um, OTP when you're trying to cash in. So that's potentially another <laughs> another account that they can wipe out once they get access to your GCash account. So nalimos oh nalimos yung GCash mo pati yung bank account where you get funds from it and a transfer. So, that's true. Yeah. Diba, like um I think we said this from some episodes before. Um the way I do things personally, I have multiple bank account, bank account numbers. The ones I use in ATMs kasi it's another way to avoid mm-hmm. ATM. Kasi diba may mga nag may mirror ng ATM tapos you know, sa swipe nila they can transact on your behalf uh, as mm-hmm. long as yung mga machine na napasok mo and everything so outside that I only really have money in either my main BPI account or Gcash that I know I will use within a few minutes or within the day I never have anything that I carry on any of these accounts that I transfer to ng at any given time unless I'm about to use them. So if I know if I'm gonna go, go grocery, I will take 20k from one account, get it to Gcash or whatever I want to use as a payment method, and that's there readily available for that window only. Na gagamitin ko siya. Mm-hmm. If I know my money will sit there for hours or maybe days because I don't need it. It's typically in another account where the the one that's accessible, yung may yung exposed through ATM or through GCash card or whatever. That's always zero, always very very small amount because, hindi ka nila may scam kung naman yung yung accounts na yon. And the only the only visibility yung accounts na yon is from GSave. Uh, meron kasi CIMB option na you open a GSave account. Or ngayon may nakita na ako doon BPI na ano, save up. Uh, what can happen is you create these accounts where you put the money na you're not about to use. So it's a little bit inconvenient in a way na um, tawag dito, you have to transfer every time um, from whatever when you're about to transact or use money. But it's also a safer way to do. Like I said, inconvenience or security. A lot of times I choose security over convenience lalo na pagdating sa the finances because it makes more sense to have an extra step to allow um the transfer of funds at the moment you need them as opposed to when uh you know lagi lang siyang nandoon kasi it's very accessible mamaya pagising mo wala kang cash and another scam that i would like to bring up as well is Nandito dun sa list, which is the GCash MasterCard resellers. So, totoo lang, uh, for those people that do not have cards that they can use for 
online transactions or yung para madaling ma-withdraw, yun laman ng GCash nila. Um, a GCash MasterCard is very helpful. I have one. And just like you, uh, yun nga, ginagamit ko siya sa uh, groceries. Uh, yun na yung ano. Kasi hindi ko, hindi, I actually don't bring uh, my actual cards nung mga uh, bank accounts ko. Yeah. yeah. Hindi ko siya dinadala. Wala akong dinadalang ganun. I usually just bring my GCash card. And a lot of, I mean, almost all establishments naman take it. Uh, minsan naguguluhan sila ay ano to sir sabi mo lang savings lang savings <laughs> they'll, they'll usually process kasi it will go through anyway um, hindi lang ako pinayagan one time sa ano sa airsoft shop kasi requirement nila may pangalan yung ano yung card eh walang pangalan kasi yung <laughs> Gcash card which brings into question yung mga resellers ng Gcash MasterCard for those who do not yet know in order for you to get a GCash MasterCard the proper way, there is a way to do it in the app. And that's how you're supposed to do it. You would be requesting this and you need to have a specific amount. I think parang 100 plus lang yata yun, no? Sa, sa app na pera. And then you would pay that so that they would deliver the GCash MasterCard to you. So, magsasubmit ka doon ng mga um, information such as your address and whatnot. And then they would give that to you. Now, you may not, you may be thinking, so what's the issue with those who are reselling yung madaming MasterCard? That's because potentially, they could already have your card number, expiration date, and yung CVV or yung three-digit um, security number sa likod ng card. They only need those three things to use your card in online transactions. Even iling sa Jika, as the Grab, iling ilingkin sa YouTube, sa Amazon, Yasada, Shopee. They can use whatever amount in your GCash to top up their online or yung ano nila yung e-wallet basically, and then that's your money. Yeah, kasi alam mo yun, parang sobrang ingat natin do sa card numbers natin and then you are going to buy it from a random person. I've seen a lot of people trying to sell this online. And the problem din kasi is yun nga, a lot of people do not Don't know that. how exactly they can get the GCash MasterCard. And I think this is something that GCash can improve on kasi when I started doing this, I mean, when I started inquiring, nagtanong ako sa GCash center mismo. Ah, so sorry, Gcash. Globe, Globe Center mismo sa SM. Uh, and then, sinabi nga nila sa akin na, hey, it's nasa, nasa app lang yun. Okay. Sige. Uh, and then, yun. And be very careful with that kasi kahit i-register mo sa iyo yan, once they already have that number, your number won't, hindi magbabago yung card number mo unless you get a new one. Don't don't do it even if it's someone that you trust, someone that you know, just don't do it. Kasi you don't know how exactly they got that many uh GCash MasterCards. Uh they might have gotten it from someone else as well that was selling it for a lower <laughs> a lower price just because uh there is an ulterior motive. Kasi ang dali niyan eh. Tapos paano mo itatrack 'yon? 'Di ba? Ang lalabas lang diyan pagka nabawasan na yung pera mo, yung sa confirmation, you have paid 
amount to this service. It could be Shopee, it could be ano, tas wala na. How would you track that afterwards? I mean, there are ways, but it would be extremely annoying to you. And it could have been avoided by just you doing it yourself. So, yeah, hopefully with the please. registration, no, yung mga Gcash card, Paymaya card, now have uh, names. Mm-hmm. Um, sana uh, dedicated and assigned na or dapat prohibit ang pag nito outside official uh, platform. Kasi imagine buying your ATM from <laughs> FB Marketplace. Somebody. <laughs> diba? Kailan ka ba naman bumili ng ATM uh, ano, aside from your bank? Diba doon mo lang kukunin yun eh? Mm-hmm. Kasi it's sealed and everything. It's coming from your bank. Direct, direct to your accountability and all that. Pero kung bibilin mo to sa ibang tao, for what? Kasi actually, 350 yung card sa ata. Actual card, 350. Meron lang parang one-time fee or something. But around that yung I remember na binayaran. Mm-hmm. Also with Maya, I think you can register multiple cards. So for example, ako meron ako. You can register up to five. Yeah, link mm-hmm. five Gcash cards. Kasi you can use it for different purposes nga. You can have one for online purchase. You can have mm-hmm. one for grocery. Just for, you know, random uh, random uh, things for you to track. Pero, um, the only is, the only reason why they buy third party, one, they don't know they can get it from the app. Yep. And then second, the, maybe they sell it cheaper because they get it in bulk. But you also, in return, it's a risk. Uh, get all your money na ubos dahil the moment you activate mo to, gibigyan kita ng bawa, nilalamog ko sa iyo to, di ba? Mm. Tapos sinend ko, I'll give you 24 hours. Pag ga-activate, bigla akong gagamitin yan. Wala na, GG ka na. Pambibili ko sa Lazada ng aircon. <coughs> <laughs> yun yun eh, di ba? Parang, it's very dangerous, especially it's a card number. Kasi, itong card na to, they don't, a lot of a lot of times it won't need your um yung pag online purchases diba uh especially for small ones yung ano yung mga subscription dunyari yan eh so yeah, and they could just give they could just put general addresses there eh, kung ano mm-hmm. information and remember they have your address mm-hmm. kung, they sent you the card <laughs> so they have every information they need to do an online purchase using your card. They have the PIN, they have the, the card number itself, they have the, your address, they have your name even. Because you have your So it's very easy. Libre siguro, hindi ako gagamit nito Never kung gagamit libre ng card na from somebody. Yeah, it's, it's I know it's it's a compromised source. Just don't just don't do it. <laughs> don't oh, do it. Pa naman to, hindi pa na the the thing may not be tampered um yung itsura niya but diba kung yung iPhone nga nare-repack na parang bago eh. Mm-hmm. Na kahirap tong ganitong gawin. It's it's very risky. So go through official source. You can get cards, pay Maya MasterCards from Gcash and Maya itself from the app. You can request from there. <clears throat> it's going to be easy. Um, dati nga, meron pang limit to eh, na you can only get a card. Una kung verified ka. Mm-hmm. Right? 
and also may limit. Parang mayroon pa siyang verification na ginawa eh, na tumawag. Mm-hmm. Uh, tumawag yung yung representative, pinakita yung ID, papakita mo yung picture mo. Ito ako, ito yung ID picture ko, kapang ipa-flash mong ganyan sa screen. Mm-hmm. That's my verification pang ganun na kailangan video call when they called you to know na ikaw talaga yung sinasabi mong nandun sa KYC. Parang ganun yan. Pero imagine if you get it so easily. <laughs> Why? So, there's there's something something wrong. Super fishy. <clears throat> yeah. Ano pa yung ano dito? Um, yung more, I think meron pang ibang um, modus eh. Yung pagka-click mo ng link, derecho funds transfer yung yung activity. It's not even um tawag dito require yung to log in or everything. Parang they make it na naka-shortcut na funds transfer immediate yung yung ginagawa. Mm-hmm. Tapos wala ka ng choice kasi again, it, although it still asks for PIN, it's somewhat the same. May nangyari pa, diba? Like I, I was telling you, um, yung mismong face-to-face scam na ginagawa nila na mismong right then and there, nakita nila uh, yung PIN. Yung OTP. Kapag kayong OTP, linking lumabas, nag-flash sa screen mo because of notification. Mm-hmm. Paunahan lang ng paggamit eh. Diba? Yeah. Once, once na ma-input yun, wala na. And I think uh, you're talking about yun nga yung, yung mga ano, <laughs> yung mga nagpa-process ng cash in, cash out. I mean, even, uh, yun nga, even paload lang, it can be used to do that. Kasi, for example, ako nagpa-load ako sa'yo, alam ko na yung number mo eh. <laughs> diba? And doing that, I, especially kung kunyari pupunta ako sa tindahan, alam ko nag-ano ka, nagka-cash in, cash out ka ng Gcash. Alam ko may Gcash ka. May cash. At so, may pera. Sa, at may pera yung Gcash. So the moment na mag ano ko ng OTP, mag ano ko na either password or uh, ay, ito, MPIN change using that. Mm-hmm or funds transfer or what not GG ka na pag nakita ko yung OTP mo anim lang yun no ang bilis lang ng tindahan so ang ang ano naman doon ang uh, precaution is to just give yung mga transaction numbers not really just blatantly na showing it huwag i know yung phone mo yung wag, kasi wag yung iba diba yung lalo na yung mga medyo matatanda na sa tindahan hmm. ano yung number mo o sige pa enter mo na lang So, yeah. I've seen various ways to get scammed. No? Unang-una, like I told you kanina, pinapanood ako sa TikTok, tinakbo yung cellphone. Diyos ko. Diba? So, I mean, that's it. You get your MP in that way, you get your OTP. Asa yun ay mismo yung cellphone eh. Mm-hmm. Diba? You can generate the transaction. <laughs> It's a simple of physically taking the phone from you and then run away with it. Mga nakamotor na stranger sa lugar, papalood, nung in-enter yung phone, tinakbo na. The others naman, di ba, papatransfer, next, pag-enter ng number, they put a bigger amount than than what, ano, what you paid for. Pambawa, mm-hmm. kung cash-in ka, di ba, parang ganun yung gagawin nila and then they can steal it. They can even log in your GCash in, on their phone. So the transaction now, hindi muna nila gagawin, they can hold on to it and then they could just keep it. Like what I said earlier to when we were talking before, 
um, I think as far as improvement with the app itself, there could, there should be a way na mababind yung yung GCash app sa isang device na parang magiging mobile pin or M pin na tinatawag. Um, it's like authentication, parang two factor authentication. Mm-hmm. There, there's a, there's a way, just like in BPI uh, in the app, na once you log in and you activate this phone as the key mobile uh, device, you can't transfer funds using another phone. You will not be able to transfer funds another iPad or another device. Yun lang talagang app mo na yon. That's the only way you can transfer. Tapos kung magta-transfer ka ng pera through um, the BPI Express online sa mm-hmm. website, it's still going to ask for you to authenticate something on the device. So yep. basically, it's it's making your phone your two-factor authentication feature. And kapag uh, I, I think that lessens scam in a way because, diba, at, at the end of the day, ang problema sa Gcash now, so accessible. I could use your Gcash app, enter my number and my pin. Magagamit ko eh, malalagin ko siya tapos you know, I can transfer. Wala siyang ganong feature to limit only one device. At least today that I know of, dapat gayahin nila yon. I think it's a good, it's a good way to at least systematically provide safeguard to transfer. It's inconvenient because what the, na-discover ko yan nung nasira yung phone ko na isa eh. So, oh, yeah. bila lang hindi, <laughs> na, bila lang hindi nag-on. So, my bank accounts, everything is there. I can't transfer. Until I I disabled the uh, ano so I had to go through a series of password change, password reset, and then I provided authentication, diba? Um, dun naman nagawa yung yung way na yun, and then I could have logged in using another yeah another and phone. to that point um you mentioned earlier yung aned uh, this is this is a trade off between security and convenience. And mm-hmm. one of the things din kasi kung bakit very prevalent yung mga Gcash scams is because of the sheer amount of users that we have. Um, I, I would bet, although I don't have the numbers, that there are more people that has Gcash than has a bank account. Kasi it's, it's much easier to get, meaning that yung mga usual na... Uh, processes ng security that banks do to secure their customers. Uh, a lot of people are just not aware uh, of these things. A lot of people may not be as uh, tech savvy or as knowledgeable in security procedures than uh, than others. Right. Kasi parang anin eh, di ba? Mas, mas malaking grupo ng tao yung meron ka. Mas madami kang pwedeng ma madali, mas madami kang pwedeng the, the funnel, mas scam. Yeah. yeah. It's the marketing funnel. So this starts wide and then 1% of 1 million is much greater than 1% of 100,000. But it's so still 1%, one, just 1%, 1% lang. <laughs> 1% lang ng 1 million ng maloko mo. Diba? That's already big enough kasi sa naman sa 1% ng 10,000. And to your point, kung wala pang bank account tong mga ito and Gcash is their first online platform, kaya ayan bibili sila ng card sa 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 kung saan. They probably are not aware of some of the basic things that people who has accounts, bank accounts. Mm. Uh, kasi parang sa Philippines mayroong connotation na 
pang mayaman lang yung may bank banko, account. Oo. Uh, magkakaroon ka lang banko kapag ka... Pag uh, may payroll. Oo, <laughs> yan. Ganyan. Hindi ka mag-aano ng setup. So, kung hindi ka officially employed, right? Personal, ano, wala ka talagang bank account, ATM. So, some people are still pretty new with the environment. Tapos yun, they use Gcash. Uh, yun lang. And there's more Gcash user for sure because even people with bank accounts may Gcash. So, mm. kumbaga, there is really an overlap and there's a series of people na hindi talaga still familiar. Um, the biggest thing is, again, we said this in other episodes, another way ultimately to get scammed in some of these things is to allow for people to get access to your account. To factor authentication or password resets, if you're so social media person na everybody knows your birthday, mm-hmm. everybody knows your uh, yung kamag-anak mo, yung first na pangalan ng pamangkin mo, yung first na <laughs> yeah. kung saan ka nag-aral nung elementary, yung unang-unang uh, kotse mo or whatever. Unang diba? kaso mo, yan. Yeah. <laughs> yung mga security questions, to think of it, that's not really very secure question to begin with um, because people can guess that out if you especially offer proactively yung mga information na to online. But don't as much as possible be discreet with the information you share online. Um, meron na rin feature kagaya sa Apple and I think other email services ngayon yung nag-hide ng email. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you sign up to a website na first time lang or meron kang isang bagay na email uh, service that you subscribe to, you don't necessarily have to enter your actual email address. It will generate a pseudo email account just mm. for that website. Tapos, um, every time you transact with that website, they know you as that email address. Tapos, yung original email mo nakahide pa rin yun, hindi nila alam yung totoo mong email account. That provides a layer of security na hindi at least magagamit yung main email address mo. Yeah, and an alternative to that is, I think we talked about this before, uh, just having different email addresses for different purposes. I have yeah. a different. Uh, I have one email that I use for social media. I have one email that's just purely for anything banking. I have one email na pangko ano anong registration ng kalokohan yung pagka uh, yung mga AI shit that I registered. Yeah, may mga website pa nga na ano eh na mag-generate lang ng webs ng email address. Kung one time bus lang, especially yeah. Uh, I have okay. an email that's specifically for accounts sa mga uh, purchasing websites sa Lazada, sa Shopee, sa uh, Fully Booked, <laughs> sa mga ano yung mga sources ng Funko Pops when I was still buying a lot of those. Mm. Um, yeah. So just make sure that you you do that. Uh, keep a list of it, uh, and also going back to the social media one. I know that Filipinos are very proud on social media, very active on social media, but not everything needs to be shared on social media. I mean, go ahead, share your pictures, share share yung mga uh, quotes mo, yung memes mo, by all means. Pero they don't really need to know your exact birth date. They don't really need to know yung exact na uh, ano mo. I don't even have my own birthday. Kaya nga naging meme to sa office, mm-hmm. di ba? Nobody knows my birth. My, 
may birthday na booking lang to sa ano nung may pagbati yung company mismo. So <laughs> yeah. and by that time they didn't even notice kasi they weren't expecting it. That was my birthday and and that was by design because a lot of these things can be used against you. Um pagkaganon reset password, security questions, anong birth uh, anong birthday, pagpasok, ayun na. Alam na kagad ano yung maiden name ng nanay mo. Ano yung <laughs> una mong ano scroll down lang sa Instagram makita yung kauna-unahan mong aso ano GG na pero yun uh, you yeah, just have to be very careful and I think we've had the topic like this way way back about being careful yeah. of what you post on social media um, it, social media is a great tool for you to communicate to share memories to share experiences and that's good that's uh, to share your voice your opinions <coughs> by all means but it's not worth it to expose everything else in your life for it's the never, sake of being in. It's never 100% safe because people can, you know, do way more if they really want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but having those extra layers that we mentioned um, and also just knowing generally how these things work is enough to help you at least prevent getting victimized by these things. Yes, kasi, diba? alam mo yun, lahat naman ng criminal kasi, they're looking for easy targets. That's why mas madami yung mga, mas, mas madami, mas prevalent yung mga text scams na blast na mga magkiklik ka ng link or yung mga nanalo ka ng 500,000 kay Willie Revilla, may kunyari, kay Manny Pacquiao. That's why those are more prevalent because they are going for less effort and even though less technically per user probably less gain but pag inad up mo yung lahat ng magiging victims nila it's still a big one so make sure to put up your walls uh, layers of protection kasi by making yourself a hard target it's going to be more unlikely for you to be victimized by a lot of these stuff even if nga alam nung bawa somehow the way that we, I set up my system is even if somehow all these things get through at makapag access nga sila ng accounts mo when they get to your account it's zero so alam nyo wala talaga wala talagang way na ma na ma 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 dugas ka na, na kasi even if somehow na, na, nangyari lahat yon at na, na expose your information mo. When at the end of the day they get to your account it's zero. That there's nothing to transfer. <laughs> it's all a wasted effort. And you know, I announced that to the world that I mostly, mostly don't have anything on any of these liquid platforms, eCash accounts, my bank account or anything. I don't have anything there at any given moment because I just keep it zero all the time. <laughs> like literally wala talagang ano unless i'm about to transact wala talaga so it's super ano, uh, to me that's the biggest safeguard having those uh, initial inconveniences of setting up multiple accounts uh, setting up multiple emails um mm-hmm. tapos uh, having having to do the manual work transferring funds right before you need it is much better to me than you know having anything lying around yeah, kahit ba man lang 500 pesos magkano yan eh it's still diba sayang 
if it goes to ano, and then the fact that you can be exposed once, it's very easy to get back uh, and do it again um, in another way. So yun, that's that's pretty much a lot of the um, information and tips about eCash. A lot of it education. A lot of people, because the problem is, kaya nung sa Mastercard, no. Mm-hmm. Um, you have an app. It's it has a lot of functions in it. Most people just use it for one thing. But in fact, there are so many things you can you can do. Tapos, isa pa ang heads up ko sa, sa Gcash. Knowing that there are a lot of services, they're not all Gcash, by yep, the way. That's true. So, diba, if you go to Gcash and you go to Gensure, Ginvest, if you go to the Save Up option, Gsave, G-save yeah. G whatever, Um, these are all partner entities. So if you notice, every single time you try to avail another service, whether free or not, there's another separate terms and conditions that you see. There's even there's a another... separate logo at the bottom yeah, when you're doing different, it. Yeah. Different KYC, different information, right? So <clears throat> these, all of them are in Gcash, but they're not the same thing. So you really have to be careful which services you use but if you can you can use it to your advantage there's a lot of uses there but may, may time pang na ano I'd rather have my my extra cash on G-Invest bumili na lang ako ng stock kaysa naman iwan ko doon parang gano'n na gano'n na lang yung ginawa ko eh. so there's so many things there and there's a lot to take advantage of maraming features within Gcash uh, free insurance and all that if you know how to use it basically the educa- the message is education read through it diba? take the mm. time to learn uh, education is the uh, best way to avoid scam just knowing how they work goes a long way that's true and that's about it for this week's episode of Info Context and see you all next week stay safe